0: Hey, Barb.
1: Hey, Witch.
0: Hey, you remember that show when we were kids where Joey Lawrence would say this phrase? What was that phrase he used to say? I don't know. Come on. You remember. Is it we? We. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. <laughs> he would say, whoa. Uh, there you go. Good job. Good job. All right. Uh, we're going to continue on with uh, Uncle Went's story, Barb. Uh, you remember the first part? You know, uh, any... any special moments from that first part of Uncle Went's story that you remember?
1: Yeah, I did not realize that he was the victim of such love drama. Love drama.
0: <laughs> Uncle Went said his life was full of love drama. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, this first part of the section We're Going to Go With This Podcast here is dealing with my first cousins, Uncle Went and Attenberg's four children. And they're going to kind of uh, give us a little insight into in who they were when they were little and growing up on that farm in Muscadine. Also, I need to make a correction from the last episode. Uh, I mistakenly gave credit for the throwing of the pine knot at my grandfather to Uncle Judge, when really it was Uncle Went who was the one who uh, was tired of being got onto by his dad and uh, decided to let loose a pine knot at him. But uh, so now that I've I've had that corrected, uh, you ready to hear uh, part two, Barb? That's right, I'm ready. All right, let's do it. So how how did you end up uh, moving how you end up moving back here? Uh, was it I don't know. Was this part of the original, or did you buy some land that, that close to the original? You
2: know, this piece piece of land come up for sale. Yes. The uh, person that had it, this kid had asthma, and he he was in the uh, World War Two, and he had bought it on the GI Bill. Okay. Him and uh, his, his brother in law bought the house next door. Well, they actually bought the trice of land and divided it. And at that time, we already had one child.
0: Uh, Wilbur was the only one who was born before y'all moved, moved here? Yes. I guess I'll, I'll, my earliest memory of when is you had cows. I remember you having cows, but did y'all have any, like when you say you wanted to raise them on a farm, what all did you have while they were growing up and, and y'all had, did you have any kind of farm animals or gardens or anything like that? The
2: biggest thing we had, we, we got into cattle. Well, to start with, we had a cow and uh, to survive on. Yes, sir. We, well, we murdered cow twice a day. Really? To get get fresh milk every day.
0: So there, there, there wasn't just like, I guess, jumping the store and going to Talpoosa yeah. or Heflin yeah. or anything, grabbing yeah. any kind of, yeah, that's right.
1: Lord, no.
0: Yeah. So uh, did your kids enjoy chores and the farm life uh, growing up? You, are, are one liking more than others or? Uh...
2: Well, for, uh, be honest, they still miss growing up on the farm yeah and they tell me that they are thankful for it now right yes sir. what they went through the things some of the things they learned in order to uh, survive
0: right what, what was Wilbur like as a kid uh, raising him
2: uh, he was hard headed like Uncle Bill <laughs> so but, he,
0: he was more of a uh, more of your hard head or stubborn yeah, you
2: know, he had to be sighted.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, if, well, early on, Murdis was looking after him, and he got lost in the in the, on the place here.
1: And he was just two years old. Really?
0: How'd you find him?
1: The I I answered the phone. And Char was little, uh-huh. and I'm, I said, "Where's Wilbur?" And I couldn't find him. I kind of went out and called him. I couldn't find him anywhere. And he crossed the road and went down to the, the, where there's a there's a mud hole down in their branch like. Right. I was I, I was panicking. I, I and I heard him crying, and I went toward that crying, and I, I thought, "What am I going to do? What am I going to do?" And I I put the baby. In her bed, uh-huh. and, and I went to, toward his crying.
0: Right,
1: but the dog had stayed with him. His dog had stayed with
0: him. Right.
1: Anyway, I wanted just to wear him out, but I loved it. I, <laughs> I, I was so glad yeah. to find him. In terms
0: out. Of a range of emotions you were feeling at that moment. That yeah. right. Yeah. Was, yeah. was he covered in mud?
1: From his well, and not he- not really bad. Just his legs. Just his legs mostly. But he could he couldn't Couldn't get out
2: of it, could he? Mm-mm. Yeah. Now uh He was just a toddler.
1: He was just a toddler. Right. Yeah. He was well he was uh he was about three years old, three or three, right yeah.
0: Now when he graduated from Cleveland County. Uh the only thing I know about Wilbur was he was a, he was a police at in Auburn. Is that is that was what it, he did it, 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 right right on? On,
2: but he... He, went, he was like Bill. He went to Auburn to get an education. Yes. <laughs> so Bill come back. Uh, Wilbur never, never come did, back. Never did. Never
0: came back, yeah. All uh, right, and uh, let's see. How many kids did, Wil- did Wilbur end up having? Wilbur and Joy have? Three. Three. Three, right? Yeah. Three. Yeah. And then uh, your second oldest, my cousin Shaw, well, what was she like as a kid? Mm-hmm.
2: Char sure, was a perfect little angel. Was she yeah, she everybody.
0: really was. Yeah. She was. She was <laughs> just
3: a sweetheart. I know. I'm sure she she you know she did things that she wasn't supposed to, like everybody does. But uh, you never heard of Char getting in trouble. She she was uh, a leader. She was a head cheerleader at Heflin. Right. Uh, and uh, everybody who knew her loved her. She just had that kind of personality. She does. She kind of had,
2: still oh, had that personality. Yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah. she really does. She kind of going overboard. a lot of the people. She had animals. Shaming everybody else. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So when she graduated from Heflin,
0: uh, what what did she end up going? Where did she go to start with? Uh, do you when remember?
2: She graduated from Heflin. She went to Jack State, didn't she? No, no, right not, off. Not right off. Uh, she went to work for uh, the. Uh, Chicken company in Oxford before she ever went to college.
0: Oh, okay. She uh, she graduated from Jack State.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I guess, and then but, I was just she was in the banking field. Is that kind of
2: what? Well, she she got into bank. what she had already done her first banking before she went to work at, at the chicken plant. Oh, okay.
3: Chicken plant
2: had more money. Yeah. You talking
3: about Clegg? Are you talking about Clegg Chicken Plant?
2: Who? Clegg. Clegg, that's what she's working
3: Okay. For. Okay. Yeah, they're in Oxford. Yeah, yeah. That's where he made one, he, you know, he built chicken plant there in Hefton. He,
2: he, yeah, he. And then he sold out
3: to Tyson.
2: Right. You got it, you got it right. But uh, they wanted her to do agometrics. And she didn't like to do agometrics. Uh-huh. And the boss man told her she was going to do automatic. And he told her, she told the boss, that she wasn't going to do agriculture so she went to college and when she got through into college she got into the banking business full-time
0: okay and she met ken and got married and they had how many kids two two, two boys, boys right yes yeah, that's yeah. right that's right all right so let's go to roland for a minute you're your third what was rolling like as a kid
2: roland was a, was a a type if whatever's going on, I want to be involved.
0: Yeah, that's right. And still, he I can see that totally. Yeah, that's no, right. That was
2: that was his spirit. That's right. Uh, he was one of one of the things that we really remember about him. He he got a tricycle for Christmas, <laughs> and we had a a porch about the same height as what we got now. So he had seen some uh, movies or something. He'd, he'd get on that, uh, b- a tricycle and he'd get uh, wound and jump off the porch on the tricycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the tricycle, when he jump, when the big wheel comes off the rest of it, uh, kind of comes
0: Right, yeah, it sticks in the ground, though, yeah. 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 yeah uh so he he was kind of an evil can evil at an early age yeah
2: he had that kind of spirit about right it. if you can do it, I can do it
0: all right i i'm waiting. i it he was one of you know when I was little he was one of the older ones I remember probably being around a good bit and it was uh he he was the fun guy to be around uh roland was yeah
2: he loves people and does then and right. still does well has i guess all of his life
0: now when I know he's, he's a preacher now in Anniston at Golden Springs and him and his wife, Tracy, and they had two kids, but like, when did he get in? When did he get the call to preach and our, uh, I mean, about how old he, what he Did he ride out of high school or was it a little later after he got out of high school? Uh, that, that's the only thing I remember him doing, is, is no, preaching, I don't I, remember
2: what he did He first died. Uh, he come and asked me, and I told him I couldn't help him with that, that was him and God. Right. So he made, uh they was having a revival at Bueller. And he announced that he had been called at Bueller and they gave him an opportunity to speak. But I was trying to think what year that was.
0: So is that is that mainly what he's done for uh for uh, most of his life? Yeah, most of yes. his life is yes. increasing
2: he he wouldn't have, uh, all the career he had has been in the ministry.
0: ministry. Yes, sir. I got you. And they got they got two. Uh, I remember there, you know, Megan and Jacob. I, I remember you know they, they were a little bit younger than us growing up. But I you know I think uh, Jacob's gone in the ministry as well. And uh, so look, that brings us to your youngest boy. I always known him as little John, even though he's one of the taller guys I you know that, that I met. So what was what was little John like growing up? Oh
2: john was a shy type yeah he yeah
0: was, i got see that that's kind, of kind of my image of him as i was growing up Yeah, yeah sure. he, he, would, he
2: would he would pay attention to what was going on but it didn't bother him where he was involved or not
0: right i guess that he got he went into he drives trucks too now right basically he kind of did the same thing you did uh driving 18 yeah. and all that, he did, that.
2: he thought truck driving was okay job yeah
0: Little John, how, how many kids did him and Laura end up having? I I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Two. Two. They got two, and they're both pretty much grown now. They the are, not they? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right.
2: Yeah, families are grown. Well, there's another thing that went into my Murdaugh's relationship. Uh, we got two of her sisters to finish raising them. They was already school age youngins. Yeah. And that took part of our. Means, yeah. over the
0: year. I didn't know that so uh were they roughly Wilbur's age or are they older older they were both of them was uh, like
3: Bessie was a year older than me and Bertha was older than her wasn't that right Ber- uh,
1: yeah,
2: Bertha was, yeah Bertha was a baby
3: yeah but she was a year older than me okay
0: so I they never was, knew that they, they, they,
3: they were good kids yeah. both of them were good kids
0: Hey, Barbara, have you ever been told the great uh, holdup of Muscadine, Alabama? Have you ever heard of that story?
1: <laughs> no, I have never heard of a holdup in Muscadine, Alabama.
0: Well, uh, luckily for you, you're about to get uh, a little piece of history from Muscadine and the great crime, uh, armed robbery of mm-hmm. Muscadine, Alabama. Here we go. The convenience store uh, hef,
3: hef, that's yeah. uh, uh, judge you talking about in our family right yes that's what judge I mean. had decided he wanted to, he wanted to try the store business right so, so he taught winford into
0: signing the note with him I'm waiting, okay so you you went in with uncle judge
2: i had co-signed i a, didn't a for twenty thousand dollars <laughs> right and if he bankrupt then the bank would come, and we we had a piece of property. That's right. They would confiscate the property. Right. And I told him, I said we we're not gonna do that. Right.
0: Yeah. That's right.
2: So uh, they got us into the business. Did you have uh,
0: Did you have anything to do with running the store at all? Or Are we just I kind had of? I never things? had any desire to run the store. <laughs> I but yeah, he did run it after Judge got
3: out of it. No, okay.
2: Murtis run it. I just backed yeah, up. I know, stuff. but
0: you you still was working, but Murtis was So did you have to it. do some of the, the work out there at the store at Merton?
1: Yeah, all of it. Did you for real? Yeah. For real.
0: So what 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 years would that have been that fleet?
3: 60, probably 68, 69, 70, and what, type, what year did you get out of it? Well, 72, We came out of 70, right.
2: so we must have went in at 68, right? Yeah, 68. 67, 68. Because
3: right. I was, I was uh, about to graduate from high school, and, and uh, the judge got made happy, And my pay for that summer was that old car mm-hmm. that he gave me.
2: Your first car?
0: My first car, yeah. That yeah. was the old three-tone Ford I used, <laughs> I used to about to. Yeah that's right so the this uh the story i've heard about that store is is the hold up the robbery yeah the robbery yeah. I had yeah so who, who all was involved in the robbery at, at that store
3: you want to tell it you want me to
2: go ahead bill you was there
3: i was i was i was in the uh, i just wasn't working for winford i just i would go down there just to mess around you know yeah and he had a cot back where the fireworks was, and I was back there laying on that cot and reading. You know, I I don't remember what it was. It Maybe have been a comic book, but I was back there reading. And all of a sudden, I hear this this uh, voice from Winford. He said, "Billy." I said, "Yeah." He said, "Come up here." And when I got up there, there was a guy standing there with a gun on Winford. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> and you had to gun held at you to
3: start with. And uh, he had come. What had happened was the guy had come in and told Winford that he was he was waiting on somebody to meet him there and wanted to know if he's all right. So he just stayed out there in the car. And Winford said, "Sure, you with anybody?" Well, then the guy comes back in. About it was not it was good dark, but it wasn't closing time yet. He come back in and closed the door and had the gun on Winford. And Winford called me up there, and uh, so I got up there where it was, and. Uh, Pat, of course, was scared to death. It, it literally scared her to death. And, and it scared me, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't right. put out by it. Yeah. So when we left, he, he got Winford to put all the money that he had in the cash register. He had him put it in a sack. And then he took the sack and he, he made all of us. And we went and got in Cotton's car. Pat had Cotton's car at the time. Right. I don't remember the details of that, but she was driving Cotton's car. And uh, he apparently the guy didn't trust his own car or something, I don't know, but, but we got in Cotton's car, I was driving, I was to drive, Pat was in the seat next to me, Wifford was in the back seat next to Pat, and the guy was behind me with a gun to the back of my head. Right. And uh, so he said, drive to Fruithurst. I drove to Fruithurst, and then he said, turn on that road that goes down to where the vines thing is now. Right. But there was a road right past where David Ginn's house is. There was a road to the right that went by a lady's house. We always called Miss Samantha. And uh, she, was, she was a character in and of herself. But we drove past her house and turned around. And the guy says, y'all get out here. Winfred says, well, now, if you don't mind, said, we'd rather get out on the other side of Miss Samantha because she's been known to shoot people. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy says, oh, yeah, that's right. So we go home and and stopped me from, i stopped right on the other side of her house which was closer to david Ginn's house right well then uh he, he said y'all get out and so i got out pat got out and and he and and then he opened the door where it was behind me and uh he held a gun out and and here i'm i'm a uh, Eighteen-year-old kid, I didn't know what to do. Right. But I actually could have reached out and grabbed that gun out of his hand. Right. But I didn't because I didn't know what to yeah. do, you know. So uh, and and probably as it worked out, it was the best thing because right. it wasn't no danger that way. And uh, so then he went on, but back up just a minute. Now I, I I left out an important detail. You know, when you go in toward the vines, is a railroad track. Right. I went across that railroad track a little too fast. <laughs> And him and Winford's head went up and nearly hit the top of the yeah. roof. And old boy said, You better understand that I got a gun pointed at the back of your head and it's cocked. And uh so I, I said that's okay, you know. Yeah. And anyway, when we got past Miss Samantha's and got and he got us all out, he got in the car and drove off. Well I took off running. Winford said, Where are you in, Benny? Where are you going? I said, David Ginn's house ain't a quarter mile from here. I'm gonna go down there, and call the police, yeah. and so him and Pat come on after I did, and then the sheriff came, and we all he he carried us back to the store, but then we decided somebody had said that he might be up in the uh, the, the national forest, so we got in the, in the sheriff's car with the sheriff, his name was Talmadge Bone, and uh, we went driving up into na- the national forest. And we got behind some kid that got scared to death. He took off, and we we <laughs> chased. what he was doing. Yeah, yeah he, and he he didn't know what it was was, right. but whatever it was, he, he didn't was want to part of. <laughs> so we chased him all the way back to Edwardsville before he finally stopped yeah. and uh, got him. And he just he was just sightseeing or deer hunting or yeah. something. That's what he was. He was spotlighting when he went <laughs> he up in the mountains. and he just know these things would go to jail for spotlighting. <laughs> So then we turned around and we went back to the store. And as we were going through Fruithurst, I happened to notice that the Greyhound bus had his blinkers on and was slowing down. And I mentioned, I said, that's unusual, that bus stopping. Tommy's Bond, the sheriff, said, oh, they stop here all the time to deliver stuff. Yeah. So we went on. I never thought no more about it. But that guy had stopped the bus and he was getting on the
0: bus. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. Part and he had where,
3: parked yeah. Cotton's car there's Methodist Church on the north side of Highway seventy eight. There in Fruithurst, he had took Cotton's car and parked it behind the Methodist Church. His daddy lived down on seventy eight. He went down. He took. He went down and it turned out to be his daddy's gun. He left his gun lit on the porch. So we all went home. Right. And I and I don't know if we got to sleep that night. I got very little. Yeah. Because I relived it over and over and right. over. Well, the next day uh, the sheriff came and told Winford, and I found this out afterwards, that uh, the guy had got on a Greyhound bus there in Fruithurst and uh, was on his way to California. where right. they they had a bolo out for him in California and they arrested him as soon as he got out there. Yeah. How much was it he got, Winford? Two hundred and seventy dollars or something Two like and that. Two hundred and
2: something happened. dollars and folding money and change.
3: Yeah and uh and they arrested him so he he spent the next 30 years in jail for that for that 277 dollars right. well,
2: but when they called him bill he had one dime left is that all that's it one dime
3: i up well, so they brought him back to, they brought him back to cleveland county and had uh, uh his trial pat had to go testify yeah they never asked me to did you went for, did you testify no nope. but pat testified and she was she was. Uh, she still had nightmares yeah. about that.
2: And I, I wouldn't. There, uh, when they sent us to the man, either bill, I wouldn't. Yeah,
0: I didn't go to any of the court court proceedings. Did, you did y'all that, know him at all beforehand? I didn't. Did you
3: know him? We knew no. his dad. Didn't
2: know him.
0: Yeah,
3: his daddy was a a, a person that you lived in Freuler's right. all his life. So yeah. somebody that you would know. You might yeah. not know him, but you knew of him. Right. You know? And uh, uh, turned out the gun was a single action. Now you probably don't know what that means. That means you can't shoot it unless you cock it. Right, yeah. And uh, uh, I don't even know if it was cocked when he ho- was holding on you. Do you, Winford?
2: No, I don't, Bill. And
3: the yeah. the thing is, uh, probably if it ever shot it one time, that would've been hit, because we did yeah, been on yeah. it by then. That's right, yeah. yeah. But it, again, it was probably the best that we right. did what we did. Uh, it just, Winfrey never got that money back, did you, brother? I hadn't
2: got it yet, (laughs) but I did have an opportunity to sell a few firecrackers. Oh yeah, that's
3: really what, what, uh, the firecracker business is what got them out of uh, the ability where they can make the payments. That's interesting.
0: Hi, Barb. You know how you've always uh, admired uh, Airstream? trailers yes well you would have loved uh, the one that my family uh, had before I was ever around uh, imagine this an Airstream trailer on some pontoons that you got to float around on the lake uh, does that sound lovely would, <laughs> would that sound exactly what you envision an Airstream like a trailer houseboat. like a houseboat
3: <laughs> except
1: it's an RV yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no electricity, uh, no plumbing, <laughs> and uh, the chaos that can ensue when you put a bunch of uh, Browns in charge of a Airstream houseboat. window legendary stories i've always heard is this big like houseboat that y'all went in together uh, to purchase so give me if you can give me a little background like where who had the idea to buy this houseboat or anything like
2: that the uncle went <laughs> 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 the, the uh salesman owned it okay it was a uh a oh, house trailer owned
0: four pontoon four four
2: when I mean, you say a house trailer are you are
0: you meaning like our
3: stream house trailer like
0: what you would see if somebody living
3: what you'd see somebody driving down the interstate pulling behind them. pulling behind okay yeah, yeah. like like a it motorhome was, or RV it was a 40 48 foot I believe it was either 40 40 or 48 foot Airstream Airstream trailer okay and the the pontoons were made out of uh these uh tubes that make transformers that that are that are transformers on the power poles. Right. He had a he had gotten several of the empty shells, welded them together, and and made four pontoons. Right. He had built a frame and then set that uh, Extra that, that trailer right on the middle of it.
0: Okay. So uh okay, so you got a firecracker salesman. How much uh-huh. you
3: think that weighed, Winford? That boat itself. It, it
2: probably weighed 10,000 pounds, with At least, Bill. Yeah. I mean, it's a heavy thing. So y'all, did, y'all,
0: did you have to go to the, the lake to look at it? To,
2: uh, it would not transported. Yeah, I got you.
0: So when you saw it, was it like, oh, I got to have this? I mean, this is a great deal? No,
2: uh, it was... He His kids had already outgrown it. Okay. And he was ready to get rid of it and we had a good prize but thanks been the best vacation we ever had yeah it was one summer we spent a whole week on that boat
0: okay do you, do you remember the boat at mert i mean it yeah is. was it a good did y'all <laughs> enjoy the the trip on that boat
3: <laughs> well there wasn't no indoor plumbing uh-huh. <laughs> well
1: the kids enjoyed it they so. did but it was fun I, it was fun. i did whatever i needed to. i enjoyed it but i was still
0: yeah oh it was a lot of fun so how how long uh or how many trips did you get to take on the bar how long did it last we had two summers did with
2: jw yeah at least two possibly three the uh the storm ended it it broke loose in a storm and
0: so who, who all went went in with you did, did you by yourself or other people no, in who all went in with you? The
2: the main one was Uncle Scott. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> Cotton, <laughs> on, Cotton, and me, and, and John and Whitford. Okay. all put in two hundred fifty dollars piece to buy that boat.
0: Did y'all took turns using uh, Yeah, M&M? we
3: did, and, and a lot of times we all was on it. Yeah, all four of us with our families. I mean, it was big. It was big enough that you could you could have a, a, a good church service.
0: Right. There.
2: <laughs> it would float 20 feet
0: easy want. okay I got you now uh had bunk beds in it so really though was there a kitchen that you could use in it or anything like that or was well, it just no, uh, that there, like, somewhere to sleep basically yeah, where it was you
3: sleep and you probably you, you take whatever you're gonna eat you yeah know, that's right like a fridge in there maybe or something or, no there was no or like or whatever that's right big Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah there, you. but
0: you could take sandwiches stuff, oh, and stuff okay and do that. so uh so y'all y'all enjoyed this boat for, I guess you said five of you went in together. With? Four, four. So but for... the
3: guy that sold it died.
0: <laughs>
3: okay. And he had a deal with us that it'd stay moored behind his service station there on the lake. Right. He had
0: that as long as long as we wanted. Okay. Then he died. Then he died. So y'all y'all. So there was nobody watching it after yeah. that. So y'all paid a thousand a thousand dollars for this boat yeah. and y'all enjoyed it for a, a couple summers. the the uh, previous owner passed away <laughs> and then and then what happened what happened you said the storm what, what happened with the boat he then it broke
2: loose from its moor. okay and done considerable damage <laughs> to other people's property <laughs> now we found that out because
3: Winford come by the house one day and he said we need to go to center because the boat's loose and
0: we don't know where it's at he said I want you to help me find it right. now how, how did you find out it was it was loose went, do you remember
2: uh I don't remember who really. somebody had to call you. I really don't remember. All
0: right, so y'all, y'all, he came and got you up. So who all went to go? Just to me and him. Right. he had a
3: Volkswagen, we we went up there in that Volkswagen, and uh we we went first to the to the really place where it was moored, went. right? And of course, it wasn't there. Yeah, and asked them people, faint now I didn't know nothing about nothing, you know?" Yeah. So we, on the other side, there was a bridge. What lake was this on, by the way? I mean, uh, Weiss, Lake Weiss. Lake, lake Weiss, okay.
0: Yeah.
3: On the other side of the bridge was a little restaurant. And we crossed over and I, I, I spotted a water patrol uh, car. Yeah. It was kind of like a state trooper car, it had a light on it, but it was more like a Ford Bronco or something. You right. know? So I said, let's stop in here, there's a water patrol. And I'll go in there and ask them, If they know where it's at. Winford said, that's a good idea. So we go in there. He stops. He stays out in the car with the motor running. I go in and there's a water patrol, two of them, sitting at a table eating breakfast. So I go over there and I said, hey, have you guys seen anything of a paddle wheel boat uh, on the lake? One of them spoke up. He said, no, we don't know where it's at, but uh, we're looking for who owns it because we when we find them, we're going to throw them under the jail. That thing's tore up docks all over this lake. And I said, if I find out who it belonged to, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I turned around and come out, of the, come out of the restaurant and I got in the car, I said, get out of here. We've been theatrists. <laughs> so we went out and we looked around on the shore of the lake. We looked around. Uh, Oh, probably three or four hours, and we just right. went back home. Well, in the meantime, it, and it had been a wet spring, yeah. a stormy spring, and, uh, and the, the uh, boat had been uh, floating along, and somebody had pulled it out of the lake and onto a, in a place where there was still water to get it out of the lake, right. but then when the lake went back down, it was basically dry docked. Right. And somebody, I don't know how, Winford found out where it was, but he did. What, so what what happened
0: to the boat at
2: the end of it, yeah Well, a young policeman came by and wanted to know if I would sell it to him, and if I would, what would it cost? I said, "You can have it for a dollar." <laughs>
0: yeah, just take it off my hands. yeah. Yep. So the the one of the funniest parts of that story to me is though. So when y'all, when y'all said it was missing and you learned that they were looking for it or looking for the owners, y'all came back home and told the other owners of the boat. Oh yeah, uh, I told Cotton about it, but I,
3: you know, I have a tendency to kind of enlarge when I tell a story. Yeah. <laughs> I, told, I told Cotton about it. I said, I said uh, uh, Cotton, they're, they're looking for us. They, they said that they're gonna put us under the jail And if they find out who owned it and and on and on and he says, I told Winford, I told him, I told him, I told him. I said, What'd you tell him? He said, I told him that it wasn't a good idea to get to have that thing up there next to that next to that store. I told him. He said, Now I'm gonna lose everything I got. (laughs) So so the end of that story was he went over to Judge's house. And uh, now this is cotton. This is, this is pure cotton. He he said, uh, he told Judge, he said, uh, you know that boat we got in center? And Judge said, yeah. He said, I, I want to sell my part to you. <laughs> judge, judge said, well, I don't think I want it. <laughs> <laughs> cotton said, and so Cotton said, he threw the key up on, his, on Judge's bar there, and he said, uh, I'll just give it to you. <laughs> and Judge said, no, you won't. I don't want. <laughs> so, so uh, Cotton never did want oh, anybody man. to hear that end of the story, yeah, yeah. you know, because he was trying desperately to get out from under the the liability of what we was into.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, but heart- we
3: never had we
0: never had anybody come and give us f- any
3: problems, though.
0: No. So I mean, dude, I mean, I'm sure you you have to like now. Oh, you have by the to way, Winfrey
3: did give me a, my share. He gave me a quarter. A quarter? Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's one to be fair, it. That's right. Not polite to ask, but how old are you right now, Quint? How old? How old are you? I'm 89 now. 89. Wow. And Murphy if you don't mind me asking, how how old how old are you? 87. 87. I guess. So, I, me and Dad's often talk, you know, and, and we're biased because we felt like God's blessed our family immensely, you know, over the years. Look, looking back now, 89 years i mean i was saying you had the same sentiment of, of, of you know yes sir. god's blessing our, the brown family
2: the, the, the s.p brown and his following generation over the years have been a, a close family yes sir. and we have survived and true they bought Seventy and a half acres for thirteen hundred and fifty dollars.
0: Wow. Yeah. It they had they two houses cold, on cold. it. Yeah. yeah. Right.
2: And two dug wells, a barn, a crib, several outbuildings. It was a beautiful place.
0: Right. Uh, so last question I went uh so no, is uh, yes, for
2: now. For now,
0: that's right. That's right. Yes, so uh uh if you knew like the whole brown family would ever like listen to you be recording like that is there anything you want to tell them or, or any story or any uh with them or any, any kind of anything yes. what, what would you tell them?
2: my thing of knowledge that i would pass on to that, anybody that wanted to listen is to the best of your ability be able to forgive your fellow man mistakes because you make some yourself. Yeah. And you are commanded to forgive. And that I think would make a lot easier life for everybody concerned. But I do I still like the I guess you call it the tribe tribe instinct that we, we have. Yes. If uh, if one was hurting everybody zeroed in on the getting him getting him over that rough spot. And there've been some pretty rough spots down through the years. I didn't have a thing in the world to do with the spirit was put in my body. No. And neither does anybody else that I know. They, they didn't give a choice, hey, you want to be born to a Trump, or you want to be born oh, to God. a Biden, or you yeah. want to be born to a Brown, or a Jones, or a Whit? Nobody had that choice. Right. And they still don't, and I can't see down the road where they are ever. So, be a little lenient on condemning other people for what they do it, because all of have sin and come short of the glory of god amen
0: and mert you have anything you you want to say or you uh if if anybody was listening or anything like that
1: well we've been blessed and i'll say that to anybody right to have lived this long and seen all the things we've seen
0: That's Hi Barb, that's, uh, we're going to kind of stop it a little bit right there. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed the, uh, you didn't know all the excitement that Muscadine had to offer.
1: Well, now I know. That's
0: right. It's a on, true
1: crime capital. <laughs> on land and
0: sea. <laughs> that's right. So uh, we're, we're going to end that again. Uh, if you do listen to this, the one or two of you who listen to it and you want to give a, a little rating or review, and uh, it's on Apple or Spotify. Uh, that would be awesome if you want to five-starve it. If you don't, uh, just don't worry about it. Skip that part. <laughs> but uh, also, don't forget SOP 2023 uh, will be that first uh, Saturday in October. Hope everybody's kind of making plans to be there. Uh, we're, we're expecting a, a, a great time. And uh, I, I guess that's it. Next week, I got a, another little surprise. We did some interviews with uh, another family member. I'll, I'll kind of let that uh, be known closer we get to that time. Uh, but in the meantime, until you hear that one, uh, don't forget, and I'm correcting it from my cousin Kyle here, uh, life is sweeter around the syrup pan. Sock Sock it, it up.
1: up.